0: Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother! This is Eat and Drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano, the podcast where back of house Ali and front of house Marco talk food and drink. Heads up! These two spent decades in restaurants, so some mature content and language is bound to come up. Get ready for Eat and Drink. Forks up. Okay, welcome back to eat and drink. And I say welcome back because uh, I'm speaking not just to you, listeners, but also to my uh, compadre over here, my partner, Marco Tampano. We have taken about five or six weeks off to chill. I don't know if you chilled, Marco. I'm going to find out. You look good, you look Thank like you. you've gotten some sun. Um but we are uh, we're back. We're back in the saddle again and I feel a renewed energy. I don't know what to tell you.
1: Most definitely like it's April 1st. this is no joke. We are back on the air. We're picking up the baton from uh, a friend, I guess you could say who sort of picked it up we'll talk about today. Uh, but yeah, happy to be back. Happy to be uh, the only thing I'm not happy about is that we're not in the studio together, but man, lots has happened. We're gonna cover a lot of things and I'm quite excited. It's spring.
0: You know, spring has sprung. And and if it was still the depths of winter and it was a year later and we still weren't in the studio together, it would hurt more. But it makes me happy to see a little tan on your head. Uh, It makes me happy that, you know, we're getting out more. We're going to be a little bit more social. Sure. Which, God, we need. Because in this part of Canada, and, and I know we have listeners from all over we We kind of have to hibernate yep. a little bit a little bit I hibernate longer. a little less because I have children who force mm-hmm. me out of the house, but at the same time it's not that it's not that joyful heat and warmth on your face as you chug a beer outdoors. It's just not that, it's and not- that is coming that's that's if it's not now, it's right around the corner yeah, it's around so it's the great.
1: corner you know listen that that happiness is is insight, folks. you know what else makes me happy? Do tell. Do tell. The fact that you, my friend, were nominated for a CSA, which stands for a Canadian Screen Award, uh, for the twenty. Twenty-one best host for a web program or series. Congratulations, my friend.
0: Thank you very much, buddy. It would have been it would have been even sweeter had it been something that you and I had done sure. together, and sure. we could have promoted that. But I do appreciate you bringing it up. And it is for hosting, and furthermore, it's for co-hosting. I co-hosted this Canada Film Day event um, last fall, uh, last spring with Peter Callahan. Right, and Peter Callahan is like. He's an OG man. This yeah. guy is like a notoriously hilarious, uh, well accomplished actor, and he's he's absolutely phenomenal. So it was great to work with him. We co-hosted a four hour wow. live event in the pandemic, and it was uh, it was something. That's it was amazing. something. The guy who who uh, Jack Bloom, who who runs this Canada Film Day event, literally came to me with the words, "I don't know if we can pull this off." Right. That's how he started. He really undersold it. And then we uh, now we're nominated for a CSA. So C- I'm happy. Congratulations. And, you know, listeners, you might be thinking, well, is it such that Ali
1: can only co-host a show? Is Does he need to lean on other hosts to make himself, to prop himself up, to look as great or sound as great as he is? And I have to tell you, no, because if you're in Canada, you may have seen him host Canada Reads, which he does brilliantly. And during this time off, I got to see you. And, man, you know. In person, I don't love you, but when I watch you on this show, I'm like, this guy's great. He's watchable. He's lovely. He's just a great host. So I just want to mention that if you can watch Ali on Canada Reads, I don't know how people outside of Canada are able to do that. Is there any way that they can? They can
0: go to the CBC website, look up Canada Reads on cbc.ca, and Um, I, I think they can get access to it. It's on YouTube. It's on a bunch of different places. I think you can get access. And I think what you're saying Marco is that maybe we don't ever really need to be uh, in contact with each other ever again. Maybe we don't need maybe maybe this distance is good for us, mm-hmm. you know? It's healthy. Yeah. Um I'm going to say this. I'm going to share something sure. with um with with, with listeners just cuz I feel so darn good today. I feel so good. Here's what's been happening. In in our time off from each other, mm-hmm. I've uh, I've taken to the bottle. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm joking, Marco. I've always <laughs> I wasn't taken to the bottle. That, it has okay. nothing to do with you and me, uh, together or not together. Basically, here's the thing: you know, you you've flirted with intermittent fasting. I've I've flirted with it, it, it as well. It's just the idea, quite simply, of like giving your stomach a rest. That at its core, that's what it is. I've given my stomach no rest for weeks, months. It's kind of a drink or two, or maybe up to like four drinks a night. Right. Sometimes, always snacking, mm-hmm. popcorn. Yep chips, sometimes full on sandwiches, you know, we're just really, we forgot to give our stomach a rest. So last night, yesterday I said, today I'm, I'm going to do it. So yesterday, first of all, I took a break from bread, been having a lot of bread. Wow. So I took a day off from bread. I took a day off from booze. Okay. My last meal was at 6.15 PM and I woke up today having eight hours and 40 minutes of sleep. Wow. Went to bed at midnight, woke up at 844, and I was like, gosh, I what's happening out there? I don't hear the kids at all, but the sun is shining in. Right. And my kids aren't, they aren't soft-spoken sure. in the mornings. These guys are roosters. The boys, yeah. they're up and at them embracing life, um, yelling at each other mm-hmm. immediately. I thought it's weird, I can't hear them. And the reason I couldn't hear them is because they were already gone. So I didn't hear my wife get up. Wow. I didn't hear her alarm. I didn't hear anything. 844. And so I'm going to throw this out there. And by the way, let me just say this. I My life's, my life's job for me, self-mandated, is to make my wife's life easier. So I, I often try to. Okay. I'm, I'm sure people think I'm a monster, and I know you're going well, to it, jump on that. It, it, but there's many times where I'm like, honey, you relax. I'll take the kids to school. I'll right, do right, all, right. all this. But she gave me a ton of support this morning, mm-hmm. and I slept like a champ. Wow. So if anybody is struggling sleeping, and I know many people have told me right. they are in the pandemic for a variety of reasons, try that one, one day. Just try it for one day. No booze, no coffee after noon. Okay. I think that that could also help. Right, no bread, no bread, and no eating after wow. six p.m. and see how you feel. I just I had such a I don't even know who I am. I barely recognize myself. So much energy. Also so great. I thought I'd
1: share also, if great for people who want to shirk their morning responsibilities. Yeah, absolutely. nice little plan there. Yeah. Works for you. I also want to mention before we go into our topic, Ali, that we both hosted a couple of awesome events, including uh, an event we co-hosted for Relish Cooking School for Donna Marie. That was a lot of fun. A lot of fun, and uh, we did one for a charity community, a uh, community living Ontario, and that was a lot of fun too
0: yeah yeah raise the uh, raise some good money for a community living ontario which helps people with uh, special needs and helps their families and obviously during a pandemic more than ever um they need to raise funds and i think it, you know it's a good reminder look around and and think about all the people who are struggling and who could use a little bump up and if you are still you know lucky enough to have a salary and have work you know hopefully you can look around and 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 give a few you know consider giving out a little um a, a little donation to uh, to to various community organizations we did it we, we feel did. better yeah yeah okay are you ready to talk about what we're going to talk about? Let's today? talk about it. You know, I've been,
1: I've, I've been recording audiobooks in case people are wondering what I've been doing um, mm. and I'm going to be directing an audiobook. So I've been in the studio by myself. I'm so happy to finally be in here with you and, yes. and just be talking to someone
0: across the screen. So, yeah. so yeah. And I feel like what we're going to talk about is going to be particularly exciting to you, Marco. And I, okay. So he, let me just, let me just let everyone know, sure. we're going to talk about Stanley Tucci's new series on CNN, because during the time that Marco and I uh, took a little break, Stanley Tucci came in to CNN and had this show. And I know a lot of you listening are like, Ali, for the love of God, we already have to deal with one insufferable Italian yeah. every time we listen to the show. Do we really need to talk about a second right. one? And I'm going to say, please, please. You know, we, we have to sort of, you know, raise our standards a little bit. And and yes, talk about two insufferable Italians now I say that as as a joke one of those Italians is actually uh, is actually quite nice and we'll leave it right there we'll leave it at that what did you think of the show Look,
1: marco first of all i'll say like he picked up the baton while we were away he provided yeah. this this source of food entertainment you know first of all i'm biased cuz i think stanley tucci is fantastic phenomenal not only as an actor but as a person i've met him and i've had conversations with him and he's really quite lovely he also happens to be the same par- from the same part of Italy as my dad, and he looks a lot like people I'm related to, so I feel this immediate kinship when I look and, at him. And
0: then in his first real breakout role yeah. in The Big Night, yeah. their their whole quest t- was to make something called the timpano, yeah. named after uh, your or maybe your family's named after it. Who knows what came right. first, chicken or the egg? Mm-hmm. Timpano, the family or the uh, or the dish. But, yeah, your connections with Stanley Tucci are obviously yeah. very, very strong.
1: So I'm biased. I'll say that. But I will say this. This show here is one of the, is a great example of things that come out at the right time in mm. the right moment in history, the right moment, because, you know, 99% of us weren't able to travel or haven't been able to travel since the pandemic hit and you know a lot of us are jonesing to see different sites and see things and we basically vicariously do this through Stanley Tucci as he goes through different uh regions of Italy uh, and he exp- and it's basically him like enjoying the food and the sights of those places and and it's a travel log it's a it's, 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 it's light and easy to digest Pardon, pardon the pun there, but it also adds a a distraction, a necessary distraction that we need during these times. I, I feel anyways,
0: I agree with that, man. I, uh, I will say that, you know, he was stepping into some big shoes because the last person on CNN to have, uh, you know, a, a travel, uh, cooking, a travel food show was Anthony Bourdain. Yeah. To compare those two is to make a mistake. Yep. Um, you're, setting, you're setting poor Stanley up for uh, for failure in that regard because I think what Anthony Bourdain did, although he was an incredibly charming man in his own right, he really celebrated the culture of all the places he went to. And you learn more about those people. You learn more about the cuisine, the history of the cuisine. But Anthony was sort of, you know, he, he would ease, more easily deflect sure. to to his surroundings. Stanley Tucci... He's a magnet he's a right. charm he he's one of the most charming men, and he's a magnet for the camera and He has said in interviews, "I'm not a host, that's yeah. not what i do you know i'm I'm an actor, I'm a performer and so everything does feel like a performance, and he's a magnet for for the camera and for your eyes he He could be in a crowd and you would still seek out Stanley Tucci and you just have to sort of be ready for that and and yeah. it is Stanley Tucci's. Italy. Yeah, it's it's not Italy. Italy. Yeah. It's, it's right. It's, it's his, it's his show and and it is about him and that is okay.
1: I think the New Yorker put it great when he's like, you can't really compare the two. It's like comparing porterhouse to lobster, you know, right. there's something great <laughs> right. about both. And some people are going to love more one more than the other, but they ultimately are two different experiences. Right. Yeah. Here's what I love about this particular show. So I've been to all these regions that he mentions. Right. And I've eaten quite a bit of my life, in particular Italian food, and I live there and I work there. So I've been I've been around it right with with some with a with a great deal of confidence. I can say I've, I've experienced quite a bit of what Italy has to offer. And yet in every episode, he provides me with a little nugget of like, I've never had that. Oh, my God, I've never even heard of that. And most of the time when I'm watching, I'm just yelling and it's like this is not relaxing for me. All you do is yell. You're just yelling at like, oh my god, what's that? Or I've been there. That's not true. Or oh, like, look amazing at this person yeah, to yeah. So, hear. Yeah.
0: So well, I wanted to ask you about yeah. that because you know the the, the broad stuff. Yeah. You know um, balsamico the the Modena sure. people know who, who know food will know that that yeah. is you know that the top of the balsamic vinegar yeah. chain risotto risotto Milanese yeah. so from Milan yeah. the, the the risotto is known and and. You know, prosciutto di Parma. He was he was getting those 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 big big guns in, but it's interesting that you still found things that you had yeah. never heard of. So that's
1: great. Yeah, like like when he was in uh, when he was in Milan, he had the, he experienced a, t- a type of cheese called Bito from this mountain town, and I'm like, I've never had that. I need to have that, right? Mm. And just <laughs> some things that he was saying was like, oh, wow, like there was some pasta that I had never experienced that they make in Rome. That I was like, okay, that's that's next on my list, right? I I actually reached out to Jenny, one of our uh, friends of the show, and I was like, Jenny, okay talk to me and then he talked about like uh, about this pasta and she was like marco here's this and she gave me information then then i was like okay they mentioned in the bologna episode that bologna has all these dogp recognized foods and i'm like i can't find them and i need to know right because i know the parma i know the balsamico di modena i know these things but where are these other ones and jen's like here and she sends me a map of bologna with all the dogp items that are um in, in that area, the recognized food items from that 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 are recognized in, in Bologna. And I was like, OK, or from Emilia Romagna, I should say. And I was like, thank you, Jenny. But I was like, I was like, I needed more. I, I went and needed more, which leads me to my only criticism of this show, which is I wish they had an after show. I wish they had a bit of after show where Stanley talks about things that we didn't see or other things that he wasn't able to put in that, because I think for for us who needed a bit more. I would have tuned into that and I would have been like, oh, okay, this is exactly the little extra, the sort of, the sort of, uh, the sort of uh, liqueur at the end of the night or the mm. the coffee at the end of the night that I needed.
0: Right. Mm. Like my, like my wife who watches the bachelor or mm-hmm. the bachelorette yeah. and then you have the bachelor bachelorette podcast afterwards to sort of like uh, come to terms with everything you've seen. And I think uh, I, while I'm, I'm sort of sounding like I'm mocking you because i brought the bachelor and bachelorette in. I'm not at all, because it's very, very interesting, the choice of words you used. And I don't know if that was intentional or not, but the verb you used twice was Stanley Tucci experienced this cheese. Mm -hmm. Then then you said, I had never experienced that pasta. So that's a whole, people talk about ate, scoffed, shoved in my face, devoured, whatever. You said experienced, which is, I think, Uh, it speaks to you but it also speaks to what that show was it was watching stanley tucci not just eat and drink but experiencing food and experiencing drink which is a very which is a difference and not every never not every show host or or, or every guide let's say travel guide can do that so i think that really speaks well to the show he was experiencing stuff and you experienced it along with him my criticism of the show was the and i i'm not even exaggerating man i i felt pangs i felt almost sick to my stomach a few times about i can't travel okay when will i be able to travel again uh you know it went from like um amazement to envy to uh, some kind of i don't know jealousy at some point like why can't i i want to do this I love that you're doing this, Stanley, but I want to do that. I want to taste what you're tasting. What you're eating looks phenomenal. What you're experiencing, the Amalfi Coast, I want to be on the Amalfi Coast. And I've never even been. It's not like I go every year and it's been taken away from me. I just, you know, my wife and I have sat and planned trips. We could go to Italy. Italy known with my four kids. Italy known as a very kid-friendly country, so we've obviously looked into it. Also one of the most traveled countries in the world anyway. So obviously we've sat and had that experience but then part of you goes when when will we have that when will we be able to travel wait so there was like this sort of up and down of like joy and sadness and i don't know that that's that's not a complaint it's not the show's fault right as you say the show came along now, at the right time uh, for us but i felt i felt some sadness at certain times look
1: as someone who's well traveled as well um and who loves to travel certainly i've been missing that in my life and it's and it's a huge part of my life where it's like you know formerly prior to the pandemic i'd be going to different places at least once a month, if not several times in the month, as you would have even just performing for work. We do that, right? Uh, So I've had to reframe in my head to keep me feeling uh, like myself, reframe what travel is. And so how I've been able to do that is by traveling locally to places I wouldn't have given a second thought of. So back on Valentine's Day, we would we were thinking, what would we have done previous, right? We would have probably gone somewhere. So we're like, we can't really go outside of our province of Ontario. So what are we going to do? So I look at a map and I'm like, you know what? We're going to go to Paris for Valentine's. And we went Paris, to Paris, Ontario. Ontario. We, yeah. we couldn't spend the night, but we could drive there and sample some of their local. Like go to their local bakery, socially distance, and we made a day of going to this place that otherwise would have felt like a chore to go to. But that sure. was our big event.
0: And 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 one of my favorite pictures of you, yeah, just one of the greatest pictures of anybody really is this picture of you in a cranberry yes. bog, cranberries in your hands, surrounded by this, you know that beautiful crimson color of cranberries and you've got like these hip waiters on and you're standing in it and you're just happy as uh you know i don't want to say pig and shit that's right. not the right that's going to take me away from this sure. beautiful a thing a pig that and cranberry I, I, bog sure a okay. pig and cranberry bog uh and I, it was probably that right. same motivation yeah. like let's just go and experience things locally and you know i know that sentiment and it's a good reminder because I had a show that I was touring called Muslim Interrupted. And, it, you know, with, with Trump in power, it was just a bit too precarious to try to cross the border. And some border guard goes, Why are you putting on this show? What is this show? Is this anti American? So right. I was like, I can't take the risk. What did I do? I doubled down on my own country and I discovered things in Canada that I just absolutely love and I will will treasure forever. And so with that same sentiment, that's what you're doing. Like stay local. Where can you go for a drive? There are places you could safely spend the night if people are comfortable to host you and you're comfortable, you know, if a hotel wants to see a couple of filthy Torontonians pull up and, you know, maybe there are places where you feel comfortable and they feel comfortable having you and you could discover so much. So that is a great that is a great lesson to be learned and and a great lesson for me to remember from uh, from Stanley Tucci's uh, searching for italy
1: you know amanda booked booked a show and she had to stay in Guelph so that's not far from where we live about an hour and change and so she was put up in a hotel that that was able to receive people and she was there you know once again wearing all the masks and whatnot we had to do this was a while back though and um Never have I enjoyed a hotel more in my life than the ability to go there and just be in a hotel where it's different scenery. And then I would just walk downtown with my mask and just enjoy the cobblestones I was walking on, looking at different buildings. And I was like, I was looking at it through new eyes, whereas formerly I'd have been like, yeah, this is where I live. This is my home province. Nothing really impresses me. And now it was like, oh, you know what? There is so much beauty an hour away. And uh, I encourage you to take your family and say, we're going to drive an hour. We're going to go to this place that we haven't been, or we haven't appreciated and walk around and just enjoy what we see.
0: It's actually like for listeners of this show, if you're a regular listener, you probably sense the transformation in Marco. And it's a valuable lesson for all of us because Marco, as we all know, Would have been bitching about the cobblestones. You would have been like, Ali, I almost sprained my ankle. Who are these monsters? I'm writing a letter. And now look at you, looking left and right, soaking it all in. The pandemic gives even more than it takes, perhaps.
1: Perhaps it does. Perhaps it does. But here's what I want to just finish off with regards to this Stanley Tucci show. I think it's great. I have a connection to it because I'm Italian and I know Stanley uh, somewhat. I've met him, let's say, and had conversations with him. But I would be open to seeing other people do this in other places because I just love food, I love travel, and I want to learn more about d- different areas of the world in different countries.
0: Yeah, all right, okay, I'll do it. Although right. it sounds like you are asking me uh, to hurry up, and fine, fine, I'll travel and I'll uh, and I'll eat and I'll film. Jeez. just uh, you don't have to be all passive about it. If just you could, direct. where
1: would that be, though? Let me ask you that. If you could, where
0: would that be? I think I would focus on. Um on the east I would focus on Korea, oh, Vietnam. Okay. Yeah. Uh I would focus on Japan. I mean much has been done on a lot of these places but I think Ali Hassan can give some, you know, fresh eyes. Sure. I would focus on China. I would focus then um Fiji. Oh, you know well, and I, mean... uh, I would also love to be in uh What what are you doing? You're making me torture myself here. Anyway, uh I would love to be in Australia and New Zealand and and discover Asian food scenes in those uh, in those countries, nice. you know, and, and see how the diaspora of these communities have taken them, you know, not as far as Canada, but close and what they've done with it. Because a lot of people say like Indian Pakistani food, some of the best sure. is in Dubai. It's in Dubai, in Dubai, three hours, four hour flight from Pakistan and in India. As you get further, then you have these, you know, Aberrations, let's say you have to change for the palate. That's where the butter chicken maybe comes from. That's where these, you know, these dishes where you're like kind of. uh, Although England also has a fantastic scene, but but yeah, the closer you are to the homeland, I would love to. I would love to experience that too. You know, Mauritius, for example, is a place where, you know, people have talked for, for for a few decades about fusion, 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 and often it's uh it's something mashed together intentionally. But places like Mauritius. Uh, and places like Malaysia, these are like organically fusion has happened. Right. You have these diverse communities who have lived there for over 100 years. And as soon as you have the intermingling of like, let's say in in, in, more, in, in Malaysia, the, the Malay and the, the Chinese or the, the, the Indians who come there sure. and Muslims and, and you get stuff that's something that's you know the best of the best it's like it's it's that synergy of food and it's pretty amazing so i that's where i would be super excited to be places especially and now maybe you know japan maybe is not the right example anymore korea might not but places where synergy of food happens because of different communities living together for many decades centuries that that excites me quite a bit yeah
1: i'd watch that show i would watch that show
0: yeah Yeah. i would do that show man. I would watch it too. I would watch it when somebody else doesn't go like, I should have done that show.
1: Sure. Well, CNN, you heard it. So if you want to pick up that show. Ali's available. Come on, CNN.
0: Yeah. Come on, CNN. I'll go. make myself available for the love of God. This has been nice. So I want to tell listeners that for um for the weeks going ahead, we are going to be celebrating spring. We're going to have nice light floral drinks and meals that are that are that, that that just sing spring and hope and rejuvenation and all that stuff. We wanna be, you know, we've always talked about seasonal produce. Mm-hmm. Well, this is a seasonal podcast yeah. as well, right? We wanna be connected. To to the to to the now and to the, the the food and drink of now. So if you're into barbecue, if you're into um, you know seasonal spring fruits and vegetables and all that, that's what we're going to be talking about. Yeah, the and, first uh, buds of
1: things coming up, snapping exactly. off some uh, garlic scapes. What can you do? Uh, you know, when is it? When is it time to start cooking outdoors? When is it time to just uh, sip coffee in the sun? You know, things yeah. like that for sure.
0: When is it time to stop pouring? alcohol directly into your eyeballs yes now now, now let's uh let's, let's class it up everybody huh
1: yeah and if you you have an idea or a topic you want us to c- cover of course email us at podcast eat at gmail and we'll do our best to cover it
0: that's great yeah. all right, right we're in. back baby we're, we're back. back all summer long all spring and summer long uh i have been ali hassan i'm marco timpano until we eat and drink again we hope you got your fill of eat and drink with Ali Hassan and Marco Timpano. Follow them on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast Eat Drink. Email them your cocktail and food suggestions to podcasteatdrink at gmail.com. Until the next episode, bottoms up.